Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, before we get started, you got to give us your best and worst of the Met Gala. Uh, well, because not too many people took the assignment seriously. So that, in one way, is making the postings of all the photos of best and worst pretty good. Now, I'll be interested to hear you, Lori and Julia, what your picks are. So I do have the gents. So as far as guys go, I really liked Anderson Pock in oh, his love- Beatles wig. <laughs> yes. Looked like he was having the best time at the party. I love that. I also loved Oscar Isaac. And oh, his, yeah. And his he wore wife. The skirt. He wore the skirt. His yes. wife wore the pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all those Tom Brown looks were fantastic uh, last night. Some of the other celebrities wearing designer Tom Brown last night included Lizzo. Yeah, she looked amazing. She got the assignment. That was a very gilded, glamorous cape. Yes, and I don't know if you guys had a chance to see Christine Baranski in her caped tuxedo look with the white bow tie. I was shocked that that's the first time she's been invited to the match. She's a legend. She's that's the first time she's been invited. So good on her. Yeah. Oh yeah, she looked fantastic. Uh, You know, some of the best. I will give it to Blake Lively. She was beyond. Understood it to a T. Yeah, in her Statue of Liberty. Was that a Versace? Yes. It was. Custom Versace from Blake Lively. It was so good. Yeah, it was so good. And, uh, you know, another uh, uh, one that was a little underwhelming for the ladies... Emma Stone and her Louis Vuitton. Oh, I agree. How, what the hell was she that? Was, her legs are too skinny. She just, it looked uncomfortable to that see that That was the dress skinny. she wore to her wedding, wedding. Yeah. dance. I didn't so at love least it. she recycled. Yeah, it was a little casual for the event. Yeah, really uh, Another best dressed, I think, Janelle Monet. I believe she was wearing Ralph Lauren. Yes, I like that. Was that was pretty cool. That was. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You know, and uh, I don't know if I was a big fan of Katy Berry, uh, Perry's side lacy boob. No, no, that was horrible. I'm sick. You know, we got an email from someone that just said, um, what is it with everybody just wanting to show us their breasts? Yeah. <laughs> just pose for Playboy. Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, every woman wants to show us their breasts. These people did not meet the assignment, no. most because of them. Because back then, breasts were not shown Yeah, like but I mean, Kylie Jenner dressed so bad. She wore a great dress to the after party. She wore like a 
Halloween bridal. I mean, I don't know. I They have money and time, and come on. Yeah, well, and a lot of publicity around Sister Kim Kardashian oh. wearing the Marilyn Monroe dress, the Mr. President dress from 1962. Do you even think she really wore that dress? Like, do you think they actually let her wear that dress, yes. or did they just make a duplicate and make a whole story out of it, Holly? Well, there is a lot of story around this dress, Kim Kardashian wearing it. And there's a lot of damage control, a lot of rumor control around this. Because a lot of people saying that Kim Kardashian didn't wear the actual dress That's right. for that long. Now, the well, people... We know she didn't wear it for that long. No, but, but I wore, don't even, even think, think she, she wore, wore it. it at all. Now, there are people online who might be a little wiser than myself concerning dress construction. Now, people looking at the underpinnings and certain things, I mean, people are going full, you know, detailed into because this. Because in the Maryland dress, she had some kind of a thing sewn in yes. for the, the to cover her nipples, because that was the original. Some, yeah, it could be a whole hoax. And a great publicity thing to get people into the Ripley's Museum in L.A., yeah, well, they got the from the Ripley's, believe it or not, in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, in Orlando, yeah. I mean, that Traveling dress belongs in the Academy <laughs> Museum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so there's lots of hearsay. You know, Julia, going to your point that the story is from officially from Kim Kardashian's camp is that she wore it just as she ascended the staircase into the Met Gala. She was wearing huge platform shoes. As not to trip on the dress because she was so uncomfortable. <laughs> she, she was because Kim Kardashian, a very petite woman, and Marilyn Monroe was a little taller than Kim Kardashian. So that's the story that they're going with. I would believe think it or not. Dan- yeah, the most dangerous place for her to wear that dress that couldn't be zipped up the back would be going upstairs. You would have thought all those beads would have popped off because we saw how Marilyn had to run knock need. Across Madison Square Garden and tiny little mincing steps. She probably didn't even wear that real dress. Oh, well, whatever Kim Kardashian wore, real or not, it looked pretty great. It did look great. Looked pretty great. It looked pretty great. Yeah, she looked amazing. So what about you guys? Best dress, worst dress? Blake, Blake, and then Kylie, the worst. Like just No, Amy Schumer was the worst for me. Okay. He didn't even put he just But Kylie is a billionaire. I don't care. He didn't get the assignment. She's young. I just no, don't give her a break. No, no, no. I get to have my choice. I know, fine. But Thank you. Amy Schumer, that, like, I don't even put her in a fashion sentence. Well, she was there. Yeah. She was there, and she wore a tuxedo dress, I believe, from Celine. Yeah. And it just had the open decolletage. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Our opinions on the okay. Met Gala. Hey, Meg Ryan is getting back into the world of romantic comedies. Yay! She's going to direct and star in a new movie called What Happens Later. She's co-starring with David Duchovny in this project. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Maybe those two will hook up. Oh, last, I love last this. She quit him after she left her husband for Russell Crowe. We're getting a rom-com with two people that are 60. Yeah. Now, this is going to be an evolved and nostalgic take on a romantic comedy. So it says the press release and it's based on a play called shooting star. So production's going to begin uh, later this year in Arkansas. Uh, we don't have a ton of details, uh, but we do have a log line for this movie. See if you're interested in this. What if late one snowy night you came face to face with someone from your long ago? Someone who once held your secrets because once long ago, that person held your heart. 
Oh, yeah. So it's somebody like a high school or college. This is I epic. Love it. We love it. I love it. I love, love everything the about line. it. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. All right. So that movie began again beginning production next or later this year. No word on when this is actually going to come out. Sweet. Uh, somebody broke into Windsor Castle. I saw that. And said that they were a priest. Now, you remember when this happened to her in The Crown? Yes. Where someone broke in and sat in her bedroom with her, a man who was yes, sick of the government. Yes, got into, yeah. we saw that in season overnight. four of The Crown. Yes, we did. And Okay, I'll let you go on. Mm-hmm. So Sorry. this happened April 26, Mm-mm. where this intruder who disguised himself as a priest even spent the night in Windsor Castle. Now, they left hours before Queen Elizabeth came home. So she was not at Windsor Castle when this happened, but this person, according to sources, called themselves Father Cruz. Oh, good Lord. And claimed to be a friend of the battalion's padre, Reverend Matt Cole. So he was invited in and offered something to eat in the officer's mess. Now, the source going on to explain that within a few hours, uh, Father Cruz was drinking with officers in the bar and started telling stories about his life. And uh, the source adds that lots of tall tales were told, but it was only later when he started talking about how he worked as an ejector seat test pilot and had some organs replaced that, quote, the chaps started to get suspicious. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's just a wild story. I you just, can't make it up. No, you can't. Now, security didn't conduct further investigations into Father Cruz, and they weren't alerted until the next morning, just three hours before the queen came back for her 96th birthday. But all is well. All is well. All well is they well. better get get on the security uh, thing. This is this happens a little too often over, uh-huh. over there at Windsor. Oh boy! All Last right. one happened thirty years ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Holly. All right, Grant. What's happening with the traffic? Parents of teenagers. Uh, a study has been done. It's. Uh, it's not going to be a surprise to any of your friends that have had teenagers before you, but yes, at about the age of 13, the teenage brain starts to tune out. There was their mother's voices. Oh, that's right. I feel like it started. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. They no longer find their mother's voice uniquely rewarding any longer. <laughs> this is from Stanford University. They did MRIs to show how teenagers start to separate from their parents it's no longer uniquely rewarding at about the age of 13. Mm. So, is yeah. that sad? Well, I'm sorry. I'll, the I, beginning I, of the teenage years, that's exactly that's when you start exactly, to think your parents are it, not cool anymore. It, you know? It's not that your teenagers don't seem to hear you. It's simply, or that they don't want to finish their homework, or their brains are not registering your voice the way they did in pre teenagers, just as an infant. Knows how to hone in on oh, their mama's sure. voice. 100%. Yeah. An adolescent hones in onto novel voices. As a teen, you don't know you're doing this. You're just being you. You've got your new friends and your new companions. Your mind is sensitive and attracted to their voices. So you don't mean to be doing it. You can't help it. Oh. And too many bright, shiny objects. A child has to become independent at some point. Oh, well, this is just what's supposed to happen. Did you say bright and shiny objects? Yeah, Or did basically, you say, like, girls? No, whatever, <laughs> whatever it could be. Friends, new friends. New yes. friends, new, new interests, new, interest, new social signals. Yes. Puberty. That's what I meant by puberty. You, you, you're, yeah. the, you're listening to other voices inside yeah. of you, not your mom's, not your... Yeah, it's... 
And what they did, this is kind of interesting, is that they took teenage mothers saying three nonsense words, which lasted just under a second. And by using nonsense words, it ensured that the kids wouldn't respond to any meaning or emotional content. And so the women would do these words and each teenager would listen to it. And just like younger children, teenagers could identify if it was their mom's voices. But if it was just something else, it, it like was like in and out. It doesn't even register. Um, I am. I, I can. Yeah. Yeah. So when did that like, happen for you? Oh, 13. About 13. Oh, 13. I, I can't remember exactly, but, um, you know. Yeah. yeah. That is there when was a point happens. when you were just kind of like. It's NA. like talking to a brick wall. Mm hmm. It really was. So, yes, that is a duh. We could have told them that. Mm -hmm. It seems like seventh grade is like the magical age of that. Now, this uh, study is really party like it's 2020, 2022. 2020, 2022. Do you like how many years? Yeah, that's a really good year. Really good year. Mm -hmm. 2022. Americans are ready to spend big on vacations, weddings, concerts, and having fun. In fact, traveling tops the list of Americans' life goals more than buying a house or having a baby. Oh, I know. I'm worried this about is, our population. This is, this is yeah. This I is, mean, people yeah. want to get dogs instead of kids these days. Well, Julia, don't worry about that. Yeah. But uh, people, yeah, so we're going to spend... People want to live. Yes. People want to live. This is a duh, the summer yeah. of 2022. Traveling is the... Tops the list, so Good. Yep. you know what that means. Higher tickets now. Um, higher ticket prices. Yeah, higher ticket prices is what it's going to mean, and it's going to mean um, shoulder season traveling is going to be important. Maybe get a travel agent to book your uh, travel package if you're not a very, um, you know, well traveled person, and you think you're going to be able to find your own deal. I still remember my girlfriend who booked an Airbnb like in Mexico or something at a place. And it was so far away from the beach. Oh, you really? I yeah. mean, you know, she was just You're like going to it off the beaten path price. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, but yeah, weddings are um, a lot of people. I thought a lot of weddings got postponed to 2021, but apparently 2022 is the big wedding year. Mm hmm. The average American that's like uh, between the ages of like 27 and 32 have like five or six weddings to go to. Even younger, because one Even of mine younger. has like five or six and weddings this summer. Here's the good news. Here's a study of Dove that's a good news is that opting out of being in a wedding, in okay. a wedding party, people are getting more comfortable with. I absolutely, because the demands these days are ridiculous. Yep. Um, let's have our bachelorette in, um, I don't know, Ireland, Ireland, mm-hmm. of course. And then go, come to my destination wedding, go to Edinburgh and golf for a day and then come home via Italy. And then yeah. the destination wedding is in Hawaii. Yeah. And then I like four showers. This right? is an unpopular opinion, but if I'm flying to go to your wedding, you're not getting a gift. That's how I do it. Well, I, hate I guess saying it. I've never been invited to a destination I, wedding. I have. All of mine have been because I lived in San Diego and all my friends made me fly out there every single for one of them. I was yeah. like, hey, I'm poor. I'm I 20. They, yeah, 
That's me being here. That's my gift. Yeah, that's but you're okay. a guy. But you're a guy. That's between another guy. Yeah. You won't yeah. find a woman no, doing I Oh, no. Not. It's very uncommon, I'm sure. Right. But I, no, but, but it's yeah. very guy-like. What destination yeah. wedding did you go? Oh, one of your sisters. Oh, yeah. Of course. I didn't go because <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to last. I wasn't <laughs> going to waste that the time on the vacation. loving support. I... That is such yeah. a supportive sister. <laughs> no, you don't. When your sister or your friend has been married three, four, five, five times. Oh, yeah. There you go. You, you had don't a shot. need to <laughs> worry about hurting anybody's feelings, quite frankly. <laughs> oh, no. I'm and right, they I'm probably like, yeah. just felt they had to invite you because you're family. That's right. You know what I mean? That is exactly right. Oh, my gosh. No, but I mean, really, the demands on this generation, I just... Here's another study. Be a lot. Get a raise, save your marriage. Study finds a higher minimum wage can lower divorce rates. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. More money. Even even by just a dollar an hour, divorce rates decline by seven to fifteen percent. Yeah, money helps. Wage. That's crazy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. This is from. this is actually uh, uh, this is a federal government uh, uh, thing in conjunction with UCLA, just trying to find that more dollars will lead to less divorce. Uh, it, to cut down on the number of uh, people who make no money, raise the minimum wage, and you lower. It was published in the Journal of Marriage and Family. Yeah. Just. Uh, uh, having that little bit more because money stress is oh yeah such a big it's stress. Real. If you don't have to think about the money problems and you can focus more on yourselves, yeah. way better for your relationship. Right. That's right. Yeah, I don't like that they're still Duh. studying uh, over in Wuhan animals, but they are <laughs> a species of male spiders. Oh God, another they crazy should one. Not be allowed Bad to spiders. Study animals. Thank you very much. No. I know. Done. Wow. But there is a, a male spider has learned how to catapult themselves away from their female partners so that they don't eat them after mating. Oh. So, you oh. know, because in a, um, oh, there's that one spider. It's called a um, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah. yeah. That, that female eats the male yes. spider after yes. they yes. mate. Yes, yes, They need to follow the attention of this catapulting Wuhan spider and learn how to get away so they don't get eaten. <laughs> but they've they've done it. It was published in the current biology. It was a real slog, Joya, because I, I really female sexual cannibalism in the insect world is not really something that brings my buttons. Yeah. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Praying mantis do it as well. I know. Right. You know. Right. But I, I just I, I'm just saying I, sexual cannibalism in the animal world is not my specialty. I really skim those but stories. You, yeah. you know. You did a, it makes sense. Those other spiders should take note. They should. <laughs> they really, really should. So strong predation pressure from females right there. I'm starting to zone. Hey out. Artie, that <laughs> sentence that sentence was just too much. I don't for even me. know what it means. And yeah. all I can think of is why can't anyone invent a way to get rid of box elder bugs? Exactly, Julia. <laughs> because where are I the, spend so much time where on that topic? Is the predation pressure back? to get? Oh yeah, they're oh. already back. Oh my god. Oh no, I'm, they I'm lived at, in Julia's limestone stone I am walls. Absolutely. Oh, no. oh yeah, I can't. It makes my teeth hurt just thinking so about sorry. those. Don't say it. Don't say that bad word. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We'll be right back. <laughs> You think we haven't seen the sun?
been for 300 years. Yeah, I think it's been 196 <laughs> days or something like that. Something really, really... Really disgusting. Really disgusting. <laughs> really disgusting. Yes. So we're going to make your day because uh, we're giving away tickets. Um, to a very funny woman. I know, but the show isn't until November 12th, so it's so far away. you got to remember to yourself to put these tickets in a safe place when you get them. Everyone has a safe place for tickets. For tickets, November 12th at Mystic, and it is... Uh, Eliza Schlesinger, she won the America or she won top the comic, best America's top comic yep. or whatever it's called in two thousand and eight. And Grant, you've seen her, right? Yeah, she is very funny, very, very uh, open. Yeah, very. Uh, she can be sexual at times in a very fun blue? way. Is she a little blue, as they say in the business? Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's got uh, she's she's powerful, man. When she's yeah. on stage, she carries some good power to her. Right. And I fun. I laughed so much, and I, I went like home. her girl logic. Oh yeah, we've we've got girl logic and girl math on everything. Oh yeah, and she's beautiful. She's not hard to look at. Yeah. You guys, if you're a man and you're gonna go, she All is right, beautiful. So what are we gonna give? Like. The fifth caller? Let's or? go to the seventh caller. Okay, seventh caller. All right. Six five one six four one one oh seventh one. And we, we've got tickets all week, so we're gonna be giving away more the rest of the week. But seventh caller to six five one six four one one oh seven one. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, can I just say, Julia, how sad and bad I felt about Naomi Judd? Oh, oh my gosh. I talked to my mom, I talked to one of my sisters. Because we talked about you saw them in nineteen eighty three at Valley Fair uh, on one of the stages. Yes. And then Julia, at, yes. In we, in Vegas, my mom and I uh, made a special point in 2015 of going because they had a one-week stand at the Venetian. And for my mom's birthday, kind of for a while there, we were able to go to Vegas, like, I don't know, about every year yeah, or so. Yeah, you guys were going for a while. And, um, and it was, but we just felt, I just, and we just saw her at the we CMT. three weeks ago, performing with her daughter. With her Velma Von Tussel uh, wig that yes. she had on, straight out of hairspray. But I really liked Dolly Parton. Didn't, um, she put something on Instagram, I think, just late yesterday. Because they were about the same age. Yes. They're about 76, same kind of. Um, feeling about sparkly and, you know, really liking the zhuzh and the, all of that mm-hmm. and big hair, big makeup. And yeah, it just really made me feel bad. It, I'm glad the girls told us though, that her daughters, that you know, she's died, yeah, with mental illness yeah. and, um, didn't, you know, I don't know why it matters, but just getting, I guess, people to talk about it, but we really, really, I, really. It was Everyone shocking. Everyone I talked to, and and I talked to you, we just felt yeah. bad. T- terrible. Yeah. Terrible for the girls. Yeah. And for her husband. And uh, yeah, it, Lori, I, it's real. It's a brain disease, mm-hmm. and it, people struggle from depression. And and Robin and Roberts de- cried oh, yesterday she morning. She was unbelievable. Because she did that uh, interview with her about her book, and John Bream had an amazing a story in the paper oh, today I, about I need to her. Read that. Oh, thanks about for reminding me. He, yeah, that you know, he covered her starting at a very early. He, for uh, I don't know that he was at the Valley Fair thing, but right. I mean, you know, um, he followed her and Winona, and he had some very good personal stories oh, about. I'm and she read always that. remembered him and and about She's, writing that book and being honest and open about her crippling uh, depression and mm-hmm. how dark it was for her. And people didn't want her to tell that story. Oh, I'm sure. 
I'm sure she said, you know, she couldn't get out of bed for days. And her, I mean, just, and, and, and the irony of her husband being a young backup singer for Elvis and then Winona Judd, always people likened her to Elvis. Well, I never knew that because of her deep, throaty voice. And that she does. her range, yeah. that she could sing gospel, she could sing country, she could sing R&B, her voice could do rock and roll, that not very many people's voices can do that many genres of music. Right. You know, one of the things that, um, so when Ashley and Winona accepted the award for their inductation for the Judds into the Country um, Music mm. Museum or whatever Hall of it was, Fame. Hall of Fame, um, Ashley was talking about her mom and she says, but you know, this is for you too, my sister. You know, I thought it was really sweet and he just went to burst out in tears. Because oh, yeah. Imagine the connection Winona and her mom had all those years on stage. I know they had moments and they talked about how they, they had didn't always up. get along. They yeah. didn't always get yeah. along, but mm-hmm. you know, um, just how she needed to be recognized too because it was for her too. Right. And right. it was really, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm, my mom and I were so glad we went and saw them at the Venetian because right? they were just, and, and you guys Ni- talking about the Judds? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Naomi was the one who, she was so sparkly. I, she yes. was the spark Sparkle plug Barbie. on stage yeah. and would be the talker. And Winona was just kind of the, she played the guitar and, and she sang and she was like the steady, but her mom was did like the, the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. What did our winner get excited about? Oh, she's Eliza? a huge fan. Really? I, oh yeah. She's like, I've seen her once before. I'm oh. so happy. I, she was, she said she was going to go anyways when she could. So oh. it's great. It's great when you get a winner. That's a huge fan of something like that. Too, and that's, so. and you know, there's so many things coming out later in the year. So many tickets are in sale. So, um, I feel like tickets are going on sale earlier and earlier for everything. So, if there's something out there, just be sure to look at some of the sites because yeah. Mystic Lake has a great lineup. And thank you to Kristen. She's a big fan of the show and listener. So, thank you for always listening, oh, Kristen. Wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Oh, Lori. Anyway, I just had to, I just really yeah, like, it. I really was... felt bad about that. And just, she was, uh, I was glad that there were a lot of people paying tribute to her and stuff because she was amazing and will be remembered for a long, long time. And I made me want to start listening to some of my Judd's music because I listened to it, yeah, you know, like seven years ago. And I was like, wow, they have so many good songs. They have so they sold and they 20, kinda, 20 million records. And they kind of like stopped performing mm-hmm. at the peak of their everything. They did because she got hepatitis C and mm-hmm. they told her she only had three years left to live. Yeah. Um, And then it went in remission. Yeah, it... Mm. That's a painful one. Yeah, yeah, really, really it was. Here in about two seconds, I have the Judds performing Love Can Build a Bridge at the 2022 Perfect. CMT Music oh, Awards. So we can kind of listen to this one on the way out. So I'm going to jump it up Grant. here. And, and everybody have a great night. Here, yeah. Here are the Judds.